Welcome to Zombie Fishbowl Podcast. Woo! Welcome to the last episode of 2020. I'm Melanie. <laughs> and I'm a team that vaguely resembles the shape of Danielle. <laughs> the nights are colder, longer, and full to the brim with expectations, emotions, and worry. This year, more so than the most that came before. Will there be enough? Are we safe? Fuck, it's cold. But around you glow bright lights. Maybe not in your home, but look out a window and you'll see them. No matter what your faith or denomination, your culture or current emotional state, a bright light in the darkness is meant to make you feel like the road is near its end, that hope lies ahead. Hold on to that hope, my little fishies, as we near the end of a year unlike any other. Let's all hold on to those lights, that music, that almost desperate clutching at the hope that we soon may dance, sing, and hold our loved ones in the near future. Be strong, my little Piscean babies. Be safe and buckle up for the last episode of 2020 for Zombie Fishbowl, a podcast about random shit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I feel both equally comforted and dismayed. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like wrote that. Oh, that's depressing and uplifting. Oh, now I feel like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, welcome. That's 2020, kind of in a nutshell, right there. Like a little bit of the roller coaster, you know, that just kind of goes whoop down, up down, up down, up down, up. Yeah, like the like those little caterpillar rides at like a little local fair, you know, for the kids. It's just like biddly 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 biddly. Yeah, we are on the big roller coaster, and we've been really fucked with for like the last, you know, we've gone on the big bits, or at least we yeah. think we have. Where we have it in our head now that we're coming to the end of the roller coaster. But we actually don't know if there's any more surprise, like, yeah. falls. Because, I don't know, <laughs> riding off of the back of that, I read on my, like, local, I don't want to say local, my, the national news just before, that Britain might be in for some flash flooding and incredibly wet weather over, <laughs> over winter. <laughs> started laughing i was like wait they've left that headline really small but yeah yeah what saying is um don't get too comfortable because rain is coming oh yeah and we got fire so you know you know <laughs> oh my god we've the, our area has flooded every year for like the last four or five years it's bad it's, it's climate change but like i just said to turner before i said it's just going to start becoming like a postcode lottery. Like, you get flooded this year, and you get flooded this year. And remember how you got flooded last year? Didn't count you out. You're flooded again. Yeah. <sighs> we. <laughs> you know, I'd like to think that everything's... It's not like, you know, January 1st is going to be like some magic reset button. No. It... <sighs> Provides the human brain with a, um, what's the word? Sort of a psychological trigger. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, every single witch on this planet is going to like bless the shit out of New Year. Hopefully, so I'll get together and do that, fellow witches. (laughs) Let's let's do our best. Damn it. We should also say as well that we've decided to make this episode just a chit-chitty episode. We're not doing a topic. We're not doing anything solid. We're not doing, like, the thing and all that sort of thing. We're just going to chat. And I I sort of forgot that we were recording tonight, and I've (laughs) altered my state of consciousness. So I'm on another planet, 
But I've come back to Earth, put on my headphones, plugged in the microphone, and I'm going to have a conversation with Melanie. And I'm going to try to make her laugh as often as possible, because that is my goal in life. Yay! To make, make people laugh. I'm addicted to it like cocaine. Fair Which enough. is not the substance that I used to change my <laughs> state of consciousness. No, no, it's really not. I, I promise. Uh, even though your 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 little bit of extra optimism would imply, you know, something like that. Oh my god, it would. Oh, she's high as fuck right now. I'm just <laughs> What's she having? <laughs> she suddenly seems bearable. Oh <laughs> no. Sorry. Ah. And then I'm also drinking wine on top of that, so because nice. it's like grown-up juice. Yeah, just keep going. I would be drinking, but it is uh, it's one thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> I mean, it's afternoon. It's true. It's true. But you know, I uh, <coughs> I'm drinking I, by myself. Uh, I know. I it's nine thirty where I am. Nine thirty p.m. at not a.m. because. That would be silly. That would be problematic. Yeah. Um, and I just watched probably one of the most fun episodes of Voyager that has been on so far. And I'm still kind of high from that, to be quite honest with you. Like, it's Neil so... Yeah, they had a baby! <laughs> <laughs> it's so cheesy and so fun. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. It was... I was like, the whole... I was like, this is like old school. Trek yeah. right now. They've even got a little beastie. So, sorry to all the people that don't watch Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, y'all got to get into it so you can just follow us with this on our tra- Star Trek journey. But yeah, I, I'm developing a solid crush on Chakotay. I was not expecting that. No, no, I not. I don't. Yeah, no, I wasn't expecting that either. None of the characters are doing it for me. Although in this episode, I was feeling Tom Paris a little bit. Yeah, I'd tap it. Yeah. I can't tap all of them, but um, yeah, my 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 biggest crushes are Janeway. I got a crush on Janeway. Oh, I mean, Kate Melgrew is like the things that she can do with her eyes and her eyebrows. Yeah, and she's got a smoking little figure too. Oh my god! Yeah, so hot, I, so hot. We've got to wait for Seven of Nine though, because she comes soon. Yeah, yeah, I was looking forward to that because I literally know nothing, and the only experience I have with her is from Picard. So yeah, uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to meet her officially. Yeah, because I like the actress that plays her. So she's got a head start. Because if I like you as a person, then I'm probably going to like your characters more. It works both ways. If I don't like you as a person, then I won't like your characters. I can't separate art from people. I find it very difficult. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Like when I found out that, uh, uh, God, the chick from uh, Mandalorian is kind of an asshole. I was like, oh, that's that's a bummer. Whoa, not like the sheriff character. Uh, the um, why am I the, the missionary, name? the mercenary. Sorry. Yep. Oh. Oh yeah, total asshole. Please don't tell me like racist or anything, Lord. I'm I I won't say anything. Then oh. I'm sorry. I know I, I crushed him too with it. Yeah. Did you know that I have questions to ask you? Yes, let's let's get to this, and then I'll try and make up questions on the fly to uh, counter counter your questions. Okay, well, I have I have not, I have seventeen questions. Oh my! Well, some of them are going to be really instant to like answer. Okay. 
some might take a little bit longer. The first question is, what does Melanie typically eat for breakfast? A smoothie or a bagel, but usually a smoothie. Wow. A wet breakfast kind of lady. Mm -hmm. I don't like food in the morning. That's fine. I, yeah, totally, totally get it. I don't like food until after 12 o'clock for some weird reason. So smoothies were kind of like my perfect little, like, it's like food, but I don't actually have to chew it and it doesn't sit so heavy in my belly. Till lockdown, I was like that. But because I, like, would get up and I had to have, would have time to, like, make a breakfast, mm-hmm. I got I got really used to making myself eggs and toast almost every breakfast, every, every morning. So, like, I've kind of trained myself to be hungry when I wake up, which is really oh. good. Yeah. It's good for your energy level, like of course. For it's good sure. for you. Yeah. You're like, mm, yeah. I could just do something right now since I just woke up. And most likely I will not eat until two o'clock this afternoon if I get busy. Yeah. Eat now. So or else usually I'd go all day without eating anything until I realized that I was gonna faint <laughs> if I didn't have a sandwich. And then I'd binge because I'd be so hungry, I'd be like, I'm gonna get a sandwich and I'm gonna get some crisps and I'm gonna get a chocolate bar and I'm gonna get a coffee and I'm gonna get oh, is that a brownie? I'll have that as well, you know. And yeah, binge. I've starved myself for 15 well, hours before lockdown. I probably, yeah, I just didn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat until like one or two in the afternoon. I would just, just not eat in the morning. <laughs> I'd have a cup of water, maybe a chai tea or an energy drink, and just go until I was uh, starving and, and in physical pain. But now you have a smoothie, which is well, much now healthier. I've got a smoothie, yes. <laughs> what kind of smoothie is your favorite? Um, I do frozen peaches, strawberries, black cherries, pomegranate, blueberry juice, blueberries, uh, orange juice, honey yogurt, and a tiny bit of honey. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Honey is like that really just sort of perfected my smoothies because before that I was like, it's still a little too bitter. And then I just put a little bit of honey, just a tiny bit. It's like, Oh, oh God, God, God. that's good. Because like all those things sound to me, like if they're mixed in the wrong, like capacity to each other, that it might curdle and get lumpy or separate. Well, yeah. I mean, it separates after, after like you know 20 minutes so you got to kind of chug it down but okay. oh so good fair <laughs> extra peaches because i love peaches peaches are good da. millions of peaches peaches, peaches for me, for me. <laughs> aging ourselves yes <laughs> points if you get that one okay <laughs> If you get that one, you are over 30. Congratulations. <laughs> that song is not about peaches. <laughs> okay. Number two. Who has been the biggest influence on your life? Ooh. Oh, my God. We're getting so deep with these. Yeah. They're, they're going to take us on a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. Um, I'd say probably solidly Danny Elfman his music has just helped me move like everything that I've loved in my life has been almost everything that sort of like fundamentally built me as a person has had a soundtrack by Danny Elfman, Pee-wee, Pee-wee's Playhouse, uh, Tales from the Crypt, um, you know, obviously Twi- uh, uh, Forbidden Zone uh, and Oingo Boingo in general. So it's just, 
Like he he is the soundtrack of my soul. And the Simpsons. Yeah, and the Simpsons, absolutely. Which, although they're problematic now, well, not problematic. It's the wrong word. They're just old now. Yeah. When we were kids, they were Re- like... retrospectively problematic. I guess. Yeah, the... I suppose. Yeah. It's just now. That just now, I watch a new episode. I'm like, they're still doing this. Like, guys, <laughs> well, I'm so over this. Yeah, yeah, but they were such a foundation to my generation. Exactly. You know? I was saying like, that's why I shared that meme that was like knowledge of like like um in-depth knowledge of the simpsons is not a cultural identity <laughs> because it's true because so many people are like i know simpsons inside and out you're like good do you want a medal so does yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. born in the like mid to late 80s like yeah i grew up with it like we all can say them backwards up until about the age 13 14 when we grew up yeah 18 18, 18. 18. Yeah, because even through the like early tw- yeah. early teen years, it was all about, even if you didn't watch it throughout the rest of the year, Treehouse of Horror, fucking staple. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. What's your best noise? My best noise? Oh, God, I don't know. I make so many. I have lots of, my cackle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my cackle. It is a good cackle. Points. Yeah. Okay. What's what your best you... noise? What's my best noise? I have a noise that I can basically... <laughs> it's the loudest, most obnoxious noise. It's like the noise in Dumb and Dumber. Oh, I think I know it. Yeah, yeah I can do that. I've done it in the past many times, and it annoyed yeah. the shit out of Brett, and it was brilliant, and it annoyed the shit out of Max, and it annoyed the shit out of Turner. And it just... <laughs> but the best place to do it is in a car, because it properly echoes, yeah. and they can't get away. And that's what's so funny about the Dumb and Dumber thing, is that I've been doing that. Like, it wasn't inspired by that movie. It might have been subconsciously. I don't know. But basically, I have a noise like that, which I can't do on the air, because it's ten, it's 5 to 10 at night. Our neighbours uh... are old. And if I do it, they will be able to hear it, and I will... It'll sound like awful but one of these days i'll just record it in my car on my phone yeah and send it to you because i know this noise i i recall this noise and i've always been charmed by this noise but i can see how it would really really irritate people oh i wish i could do it it comes out of the like left side of my nostril only <laughs> as, as well as my throat so it's like got a really particular nasal pitch yeah that that t- timber <laughs> Oh man, I really want to do it. I really I want, want you to do it. do it so bad. He will come in here like, I know you're trying to do a podcast and I respect you, but that was really <laughs> fucking loud. <laughs> I just can't do it. He's trying to watch a movie. Okay, maybe you can record it like tomorrow on your own and just like pop yeah, it in here. Yeah, I'll try to do it. It's, it's, it's but yeah. really loud. Really loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's sufficient. I, but, but yeah, the... <laughs> The volume is, is key. Yeah, is the, key. I don't know where I get that kind of depth of sound from because it's so good. I'd probably be able to enter one of those competitions, you know, the the loudest noise competition. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like pretty confident that I would get quite far in that competition. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> I don't know where it comes from, and it has to be that pitch. But the problem is I stop I start laughing. So I wouldn't be able to do the competition because I'd be disqualified every time because when they're trying to hold it there to get the pitch, I'd just start laughing. Well, if you just put like a blindfold and like headphones on so you can just sort of like 
forget. No, I just find it so funny. Like I yeah, personally find it so funny. <laughs> I make myself laugh every time because I think <laughs> it's terrible. And everyone around me like, oh my god. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, that it, sound takes me back. I love it. I did it once to Turner in his ear in a caravan. Because there's no one around a caravan. I mean, if there was someone around the caravan, they will have heard a really obnoxious sound, but it was their own fault to be for being near our caravan. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do remember doing that. And I believe he had tinnitus <laughs> <laughs> for, for about a day afterwards. Aww. Yeah, right in the beginning of our relationship. Yeah. Yeah, just think like in Archer when the gun goes off right next to someone's head and they go, mop, mop, mop. <laughs> You just kind of stuck with that sound in your ear for for a hot minute. Yeah, that's my best noise. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. <laughs> All right, what's next? Um, right, my next one is: What are you really good at? Making people laugh and smile. Keep. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that is that is my greatest talent is just charming people. Uh, but I'm also pretty good at singing. I'm a fair shot at singing. And my drawing is getting better, which is really exciting. You but have... charming people, probably my, my biggest talent. You are quite charming, Melanie. What are the best pizza toppings? Mushrooms, meatballs, and fresh tomatoes. On the same pizza? Yes. Mushrooms, fresh tomatoes with some meatballs. Let me just imagine that for a second. My meatballs are veggie meatballs, but they taste exactly like normal meatballs. Yep, that's a pretty good pizza. It's really good. I would I would still probably coat it with oregano and parmesan, veggie parmesan, because I'm a slut, and probably <laughs> some chili flakes as well, um, because I love the combination of that like snappy cold shit on the top of my pizza. Would you enough, do- I don't I don't want to lose the taste of the mozzarella. Like the mozzarella is everything to me, so it'd be like extra cheese. And then the meatballs, the mushrooms, and the uh, the fresh tomatoes. So you get that little zing with the tomatoes. You get that little texture and that extra salt with the meatballs. And just that fun texture of, of mushrooms. And yeah. just, boom, done. You sold me. I'm going to take the toppings off. But I'm still going <laughs> to dip I'm still gonna dip the crust in ranch dressing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tim gets so grossed out when I do that. So I try only to do it when he's not there and only with leftovers. With fresh pizza, I can do it without the ranch. But with, like, reheated pizza, I need to have the ranch. Okay, ranch here is so expensive, and I can only have Newman's Own. Like, that's oh. the ranch dressing they sell, which is the shittiest of all the ranches. It's the only one they sell? It's the only one they sell here. Ranch What's is not wrong a with our spray. chemically processed ranch dressing? <laughs> it's literally just mayonnaise with loads of herbs in it. What's the problem? No, yeah. they don't. They don't do ranch here. And so I have to have Newman's Own because that's the only brand of ranch. Um, There was like a short period of time where I was able to get a hold of some Hidden Valley, which is, you know, the king of the ranches. Um, But the shop that sells them, it lives in Edinburgh, which is a very, very, very far away from me. Uh, So so how can I smuggle you some Hidden, Hidden Valley ranch <laughs> i would say risk it just send it but then i'm like if it gets sent airmail would the plastic expand and explode possibly mm. i don't know 
Because it goes in. I want to send you ranch. I know I want some ranch, proper ranch. (laughs) Okay. I have got some questions that I was was helped to be inspired by this comedian over here called Richard Herring. I'm not his number one fan, but he literally wrote a book called Emergency Questions. Actually, he's written two books, Emergency Questions and Emergency Questions 2, because he has a podcast in which he interviews people and he often wants to just make it a bit fun and ask random questions throughout rather than all being serious. And he wants to ask yeah. people that they've never been asked before so intermittently in my list of 17 I've either directly quoted one of his questions or I've kind of rejigged it for myself like inspired by yeah but I've still credited him and this is the first of those questions who do you consider the best of Jesus's disciples oh um uh uh Jeff he was a pretty good one yeah no Jeff was solid Jeff Jeff knew what was up. What's he do again? Um, he made really tremendous pancakes. Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, the uh, the uh, disciple of of pancakes. He wrote a really great cookbook. It's like it's called it's like it's like the Holy Cookbook, something yeah, well, like that. Celebrate yeah. Pancake Day in, in England. It's also yeah. on a Shrove Tuesday, but Pancake Day we Pancake Day. Also, also known as Jeff's Day. Jeff's Day. Yeah. I get it now. I'd always, I've always wondered about where uh, pancakes came into the Jesus story. It turns out he had a disciple who made some killer flips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say flapjacks, but it worked anyway. <laughs> flips. flips. Oh yeah. Term for pancakes. Nobody Jeff says that. Jeff Lips. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Lips. <laughs> Not to be said quickly. No. Jeff do it. Flips. Jeff Flips. Jeff Lips. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, that happened. <laughs> the room spun a little bit then as well. I've got to be honest. I moved. The room didn't. And then the room did. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, okay. What is the item closest to you right now? Um, well, my elbow's on a book called A Lion in the Meadow by Margaret Mayhe, a children's book. Uh, other than that, my my vape. Yeah, I'm also vaping today. You can probably hear us every so often. Yeah, yeah. Better than smoking. Have you ever pooed in a bag? Have I ever pooed in a bag? Not that I recall. I mean, there I've, I've vomited in a bag. But never pooed. Never had to pop a squat into a little black bin bag. No, no. I can control my my bowels uh, to a certain extent. I can hold it for for days if need be. Yeah. You Have you? That? No, it's just interested. That was one of Richard Herring's questions, and I thought <laughs> that it was, was pretty good. That maybe something that you haven't volunteered to me in the many years of us knowing each other. So I thought she won't lie if I ask, but she yeah, just yeah. might not have volunteered information. I mean, I'm I'm pretty straightforward about my embo- embarrassing uh, stories, uh, but yeah, no. If I'd put in a bag, I'm pretty sure you would have known about it. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Good. There's other things that I think has oh, she done that thing, and since you've not told me, then you probably haven't. This is another Richard Harry question. Who is the most inappropriate person you've had a sex dream about? Oh. 
Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Most inappropriate person. There was. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. <laughs> I worked at a hardware store for a very long time, and I had this <laughs> one sex dream where everybody that worked at that store, we all just had like this massive orgy, and uh, in that uh... store there were a lot of senior citizens. Yeah, I imagine this. Yeah, so I I think as far as inappropriate, I mean, it's not technically they're humans and they're capable of having sex. So it's not like technically inappropriate, but it's definitely like one of those where I'm all, ah, nah, um, mm, why that did was, I dream that? Yeah, that wasn't a sexual fantasy that I have. That was simply my brain doing something fucking funky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there right. were plenty. I was. There was plenty of people in that dream I was pretty grateful to have that moment with. But then there's, you know, the the 80-year-old uh, guy who works in plumbing. And it's just like, eh, maybe that's so much. I really don't want to see that. But I'm seeing it. And that's there. That's that's happening. Yeah. <clears throat> Other than that, no, I can't think of anything. Everything's pretty uh, explainable. I'm not, I'm not ashamed of most of my sex dreams. Mm-hmm. And running really ashamed of that one, just kind of like, ooh, ooh. You? David Hyde Pierce. Okay. Why is that inappropriate? I don't know. It just seems funny. <laughs> it's also going to divide the audience. I was like, who? They're desperately okay. Googling. Yes, exactly. Everyone's whipped out their phone. David Hyde Pierce. Oh, that guy. What? What? <laughs> He has he has big ears. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely can't remember. I have a really bad memory. So those sort of things where people go, like, remember something from your past? Can you recall it for us and amuse us? I'll be like, I'm going to have to make something up because I literally do not remember what happened to me yesterday. <laughs> gotcha. So <coughs> I remember my dreams, like, just really, really, really vividly. So <clears throat> yeah. I, I, think I can I... probably pull up most of them. Yeah, I think I could tell you some of the weird crushes that I've had in my life. Like that's fine, um, but I don't particularly think that they're weird because I think that it's fun to have crushes on people that aren't. You just have a type, don't you? There's something that attracts you to a person, and and it has absolutely nothing to do with physical appearance. At the end of the day, you become attracted to that person because you're attracted to the whatever it is that they represent or whatever it is that they give off like you're going oh I'm attracted to that like there's not necessarily a physical reason for that and it's literally just how the human brain works you like particular things and you're going to be attracted to them maybe I thought David Hyde Pierce would make a really good father I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I've had an inappropriate crush but never Mm -hmm. had a sex dream about this person because it wouldn't be right and that is the little boy Jeremy Sumter who played uh, Peter Pan in the live action Peter Pan movie of 2000, who is just, just, it's wrong. It's wrong how seductive this child is because it worked on me. And I, every time I watch that movie, I'm just like blushing and I don't know how to feel or what to do with my feelings <laughs> as I'm watching that movie. Uh, but to be fair, the Peter Pan character is ageless and eternal. Okay. I just want to throw that out there. Okay. Right. Shall I go to the next question? Do it. It's a bit of a lame duck after that one, but what's your favorite dinosaur? Or just tell me a really awesome dino fact. And I know that you can because your son is obsessed with dinosaurs. 
I know dinosaurs. So my favorite dinosaur is the Therizinosaurus, which is monstrously huge, just gigantic. And um, the artists that, you know, they, they draw the, the dinosaurs, uh, they can't agree on just how ugly it is. Um, it's got fur and feathers. It has the longest claw of any animal ever recorded on Earth. Um, I think their claws reach about four feet long. They are omnivorous, uh, so they, they have the long claws to tear the leaves off of uh, the high branches of trees, but they will also eat, like, bugs and, and small, like, lizard dinosaurs that happen to be up there, maybe. Uh, and they have these big distended bellies. Therizinosauruses are amazing. And my favorite aquatic lizard of the dinosaur eras would be the uh, Leviathan Melvilli which is basically like a prehistoric, not sperm whale, blue whale? Is it the one with the teeth? Which one is the whale with the teeth? Blue whale. Is that the blue whale? Um, the prehistoric version of those, which could, were big whale. enough. Is it a sperm whale? Let me just check whale. this out. Gurgle sperm whale. Whales with teeth. Yes. So prehistoric version of the sperm whale. Its teeth were the biggest teeth of any creature ever alive on the planet Earth. And it was big enough to have been able to basically eat a uh, m- uh, megalodon whole. Uh, or at least like chop it in half. It was fucking huge. Not and the um, Meg. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The Meg would go down in a matter of seconds. Uh, and named after Herman Melville. Cool. Yeah. Like 20,000 Leaves Under the Sea. Moby Dick. Oh, Moby Dick. Sorry. Oh, my God. Get it together. Yeah, it was a giant, gigantic, pale, they assume pale uh, sperm whale. Fucking terrifying. Terrifying. As somebody who has a cetophobia, which is a fear of whales. I'd just yeah. say, throw that out there. But yeah, those are my two favorites. Nice. I knew that would be <laughs> quality. <laughs> Let me see if I can put up a picture of the Therizinosaurus for you so you can see. How. Yeah, put it on the Sochmeets. Yeah. So so Christmassy, we could put it in a little Santa hat. Oh, it's hideous. I love it. Yeah, they're ugly as shit, and I just adore them so uh, much. I just kind of want to wiggle its little belly out of the back of its butt. <laughs> yeah, but they were huge. They were bigger than T-Rex, bigger than the Spinosaurus. And the Spinosaurus was... I didn't realize just how huge the Spinosaurus was. From, from uh, nose to tail, it was like twice as long as a T-Rex. I mean, I'm so glad that they were dead. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want evolved if it weren't for them dying. But like, I'm just glad that we are not, we're not around. I mean, impossible, but just, just glad no one's brought them here in a time machine. How's that? That's more possible than than us being evolved at the same time as them. But we couldn't have existed. Shit. We would not have survived that. No, <laughs> we got ate <laughs> as soon as we got too big. That's why we stayed rodents for a really, really long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mammals only dominate now because these fuckers died. That is literally they got small. yes. Oh my god! Right, dinosaurs are awesome. I know amazing. Okay, have you ever been to the toilet at the same time as Benedict Cumberbatch? How would you know? I have, and I could feel it. I could just tell. There was, there was just this, there was this, this deep. There was this, there's this like this deep sassiness I could feel connecting to me from the other end of the, uh, from the other corner of the planet. And I was like, oh, that's, 
that's that's Benedict Cumberbird doing it at the same time. Do you think he knew that he was on the same time on the toilet at the same time as you? Oh no, it, it, that kind of connection is felt both ways. Right. So you heard this, Benny? That person that you sensed that one time you tried to drop a deuce and you suddenly felt this overwhelming presence. That was this girl. That that moment. You know that moment. You you remember this moment. That was me. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Exactly. <laughs> Nice. I wish I'd have been to the toilet at the same time as Benedict Cumberbatch. You never felt that moment? I'm sorry. It's a it's a powerful thing. I willed it. I've willed it to happen. I've sat on the toilet thinking, Benedict Cumberbatch, go to the loo. Benedict Cumberbatch, go to the loo. <laughs> but nothing ever happens. <sighs> I do occasionally think about the prime minister, but I think that hmm. has to do with the fact that i'm taking a shit yeah no fair. fair i just imagine like trump's face every time i'm i'm on the toilet i try not to because i literally feel sick when i think about him yeah no fair enough yeah. i just imagine it just like falling on his face yeah it's not enough I'd yeah, have fair to, enough i'd have to work it in like some kind of face mask for it to even <laughs> be worth it um are you reading anything right now if so what oh <sighs> I am not. I haven't read anything for myself in a really long time, but I am currently reading uh, The School for Good and Evil by Soman Chianani um, to my children. So that's fun. What's and it I did finish. Uh, it's called the, the School for Good and Evil. It's a, you know, young teen uh, series, but it's it's. It's a fun little ride, and I, I enjoy it. And the kids are really digging it. And I did just finish reading The Hobbit at them uh, about a couple week about a week ago. So that counts. Yep. Cool. Nothing for mommy though. Not at the moment. Although I did just find out. So you know Jim Henson's Storytellers. Remember that show? Yes. They have a comic book series of it. Right. And I want it. I want it. So that's on my list. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Right. Let me look. Okay. Who would win in a fight? Bones or Spock? Kirk or Riker? Troy or Crusher? And which one turned you on the most? Okay, hold on. I gotta map this out. So these are three fights and who would win in each one of them? Yes, and then we're gonna do semifinals and final. Okay. So that was Spock and who? Bones. Fucking bones. Okay. Kirk or Riker? Kirk, Riker. Troy Crusher. Troy Crusher. I, I as in Doctor Crusher, not Child Crusher. <laughs> I guess I guess little <laughs> will. All right. Um, I would say Spock would kick Bones' ass. I think Riker would kick Kirk's ass, and I think that Troy would probably kick Crusher's ass. Okay, cool. Crusher does have that do not harm kind of thing, so she might not be able to fight. She seems a bit soft for a fight, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Right, so what I'm just going to pretend like we're just doing a little spin. So, first semifinal is Troy versus Riker. Oh, Troy versus Riker? Riker wouldn't want to hurt Troy. Mm, her in, his imbabi or whatever his imbody I don't know what the word is that they're using <laughs> oh yeah yeah is, is 
Imbazi. Ismadi? Ismadi? I think it's Ismadi. Oh, that's a good one. Because, mm. yeah, Riker wouldn't want to hurt Troy. Troy would probably not have a problem kicking his ass. But I think when it came to the end, like yeah. final blows, Riker would pull it out and, and beat her down. So I'm going to say Riker. Okay. Okay. So now we've got Riker v. Spock. So young Spock or Spock in the same age as Riker uh, era, like old man Spock? No. Um, hmm. Spock, as we know him in the OG at the beginning, like, like wily, like, like, you know, Spock at his peak versus Riker at his peak. That'd be a really good fight. I'm going to say Spock. Spock? You think Spock would be champion? Yeah, I think he would. Okay. Would he have to use any special moves or is he just fighting like, um, you know, or well, is he I using think... any special Vulcan moves? I think he would pull out his Vulcan moves as like a finishing blow. But I think I think it would probably be like a good 20 minute fight of him just trying not to pull out his Vulcan moves until he went, oh, this is exhausting. And then just like nerve pinched him. Right. Okay, cool. Cool. Which one of those fights turned you on the most? Probably Riker versus Troy. Yeah. I think that's... that would be pretty hot. Yeah, there's a lot of tension going on there because you know that they're gonna like go have some angry sex later. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All bruised and ego well, fucked and the, up. The emotional like yeah. ride you'd be on as like, do we have to fight? No, fucking, I'm fighting. But wait, when, I love you. Yeah, when Riker finally strikes her, she goes like, Oh my god, yeah. oh my god, you actually hit me! And he'd be like, You made me do it. You made me. You, you made me. You were beating the shit out of me. I had to do something. Yeah, I think it would be. I think it would be pretty hot, especially yeah, if like some clothes could get torn off at some point. Yeah, yeah, both of them. Both show some nipple. Yeah, give me nipple. Unnecessary nipple. Nipples. What is the strangest thing you've ever found in your fridge? Oh, I got a good one. Um, a couple <laughs> years ago, uh, for for Christmas uh, at my store, we all allow ourselves like a little shot of alcohol, you know, when we're while we're working on Christmas Eve. Not enough to get us tanked, just enough to be like. You don't you have to justify it. Don't. <laughs> You have a just, shot at Christmas in your store. Yeah, 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 yeah. cool, cool, cool. Um, and one year, funny. my boss gave me this liquor, this liqueur, in a container that is shaped specifically to look like a uh, <laughs> a drop of sperm. Uh. And I, I couldn't bring myself to drink it, and it sat in my fridge for uh, a long time. A giant bottle of the ship was shaped like a sperm. Yeah, the plastic container uh, was shaped like the tail bit of the sperm, and then the cap was like rounded, and it had like a little smiley face on it. It was it was specifically to look like sperm. Man made that sperm shot. Oh yeah, yeah. No no chick is gonna be like you know it'd be really cute. A little little cum drink, a little cum liquor. That's so gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? It's the weirdest thing you've had in your fridge. God, I'm really, really bad at these kind of recollection questions. (laughs) 
I don't and yet think... you expect so much from me. Hey, that's why I'm guiding and not being <laughs> guided. Um, cards. I mean, I have done the whole. Oh, that's. Oh, she's showing me a picture of it. It's not pleasant. I think I vaguely yeah. remember that now. I think you sent me that picture. Yeah, yeah. that's not great. Yeah, <laughs> a man made that. Um, no, I I've done the old. Um, oh, there's the remote control is in the fridge thing. Like I've. I've found remotes in the fridge, but okay, yeah. I think that I've, when I've been in altered states of consciousness, I think that I've put the wrong things away in the fridge and put the wrong things away in the cupboard. So there'll be like milk in the cupboard. Oh no! And like the cereal went in the fridge, kind of thing. Yeah. But I haven't done that in many, many years because I'm pretty. I mean, I cooked tea tonight. Like I'm, like I'm with it. I can do it. It's just that. Um, I'd rather not because it kind of ruins <laughs> when you have to concentrate really hard on something. Kind of yeah, ruins it. But, kills the buzz a little bit. But I can't say that I've ever found anything or put anything particularly weird in one of my fridges. I have, uh, I got another uh, weird freezer fridge story is I have, you know, I like to collect fake hands and heads and just like disembodied parts, right? So one of my favorite things that we did, me and Jesse, when we lived with uh, one of our old roommates, is we took a severed foot and we wrapped it in saran wrap and wrote an expiration date and kept that in the freezer just to yeah. freak him out. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like that. I would have a frozen body part in my fridge freezer freezer if I had the capacity to be able to sacrifice that amount space. of space. Yeah, but we have a very tiny freezer. <laughs> gotcha. D- right, there's only two more, right? Okay, two more questions and then we'll. That's... I love that sound. All right, go. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little bit like a ripper reverse. <laughs> Do you look like any celebrities? Um, uh,. I don't know. I've been told I do. Um, but I think people, I don't know. I think people see my person, like they, they, what's, what's the word? Like personify my, my personality and, and make that part of my face, even though it's not quite true. So I've been told I look like Feruza Balk, which I don't think I do. Yeah. But I think because of my, when I was a teenager, my attitude was very much um, uh, the craft kind of energy so everyone's like oh my god you're, you look so much like Bruce Balk well no I just wore black and I'm a bitch it's yeah I was gonna say it's a bit really lazy there's to it. and black eye makeup the thing about Bruce Balk is the massive mouth yeah it's yeah. the, the freaking like post box that she's got at the, that but, fizz gig mouth with those oh, perfect teeth yeah absolutely yeah so you gotta have that and you don't gotta you don't got a big mouth you don't got a I big don't. and Feruza by the way we love your massive mouth like, yeah no I, I would lick Every inch of your beautiful mouth, if you'd like. Your me. mouth would get so much attention. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Anyone else? I know I've compared you to a particular celebrity, but I don't know if you remember who I said that I think that you look like. No, who do you think I look like? Kate Winslet. Hmm. <laughs> I I don't see it, but I'll take it. <laughs> I think Kate Winslet when she was in Titanic, rather than Kate Winslet now. Okay. So okay. young. I don't have the big eyeballs though. She's got them, them big beautiful eyeballs. So you say that, but you do have pretty big eyes. It's just think about like if you've got your makeup on, mm-hmm. and you're all dolled up, and then her in Titanic, 
I okay. really do think because you guys have you guys have the same like eyebrow I think the eyebrows are very important I think you guys have got the same eyebrow but there's like the roundness of the face okay and there's other things as well like it's not like a dead ringer but it's just like yeah. and then also your mannerisms are very similar and she plays like an emo teenager in that movie so you can totally get it if you wore a curly red wig is what i'm saying like yeah fair enough yeah <laughs> okay i can think of one celebrity that i think i look like and she's not like a big celebrity but um melanie linsky she was in heavenly creatures she was in uh but i'm a cheerleader um, oh, okay let me see if I could pull up a picture of yeah, her. Yeah, again, with the big eyes. I feel like she's someone I feel like I look a bit more like. Okay. She had green eyes. and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got the but... little nose, the little pixie nose. Yeah, and she's got, we got the same cheeks. We have the exact same cheeks. And, um, you know, particularly when she's a little, yeah. a little thicker. If she had, like, the light green eyes, then I feel like we'd we'd be twinsies. She's, Yeah. Oh, that's a nice one. That's a nice one. I like it. I look Kitty. like the lead singer of Kitty. <laughs> only, only because of the shape of your head. I think I could see that a little bit. I thought if she was, I was super hot. If I was skinny, Morgan, is it Lander or something? Morgan, she's like a double. Yeah, Morgan Lander. Yeah, I've, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yes, I see that. I totally see that. Yeah, it freaked me out when I like see her in Kerrang and stuff that stuff like that, and you'd be like, "That could be me if I was fifty pounds lighter." Like it's kind of spooky. Like if she took a picture where she was like, like that for just a second, it, like, <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh!" <laughs> it's really kind of spooky actually, because um, like I genuinely think like, "Oh man, she could be related to me. She looks so much like me." Yeah, no, you've got very similar jaws, and and yeah, no, totally, hundred percent agree with that. Cool. That's about all. I don't think that there's anyone else that I resemble. Um, maybe my old age, I'm starting to resemble Joe Brand, but she's not famous in America, so you won't know who that is. So. No clue. It's quite a predominant, like, popular comedian lady mm-hmm. comedian been around for years and years but okay yeah. i got one for you that just popped into my head oh, why am i coughing what? so much i don't know um what fictional character do you feel like you most resemble a fictional character that i resemble yeah whether physically or or just as a personality type like what what uh a fictional character do you f- most resonate with do you know what my brain is accessing right now and it hmm. isn't it's not fictional characters who I relate to it's physical characters who I would like to say that I identify with I'm struggling to answer this question because I don't quite know how to recognize myself in people I'm just kind of learning how to do that that's more complex answer than you were anticipating but essentially I find it difficult to relate to I've always found it difficult to relate to characters in books Okay. And I find it difficult to relate to characters harder in books than in fictions because I'm in more control mm-hmm. of the fictional character's persona, if you will. So I struggle with that. But there have been people, I'm just trying to think now, um, 
I mean, I've read Watership Down and I identify a lot with the the main rabbit called Hazel, who's just trying to keep his shit together. Yeah. Um, where everything is just kind of going wrong around him and he, the only thing he cares about in the world is his like brother who's dying. You know, I don't have that parallel in my life, but essentially it's this guy that's crisis managing all the fucking time and everything just gets worse and worse and worse. I've always related to that character. <laughs> But this is more about my um, sort of outlook on life. Like, everything is shit, and all I have to do is manage shit all the time. That's what life is, is management of shit. But fictional characters I'm having, like, television and film characters I'm struggling to access at the moment, because I can I only really do one at a time, I think. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, for me, I've I've uh, never related more to a character. Like there, there are two characters that I I felt pinned me in so perfectly, and that is Pam Poovey from Archer. Oh, she's great. Yeah, she's me, man. She is me unrestrained. If I did not have family and relationships to worry about, I am ten thousand percent Pam Poovey. So she's your like inner imp, the yes. voice that goes like, "Just want to go fuck themselves," but you don't because you're nice. Yes, yeah. She is not a great person. I love her. She is super sex positive. She does not give a shit about how other people perceive her. Um, she is just, she's wrong and and just fierce. I fucking love her totally so narcissistic. much. But they I, all are. Yeah, but I mean, she also, when things <coughs> need to get done, like she, she pops in and it's just like, no, we can't do this shitty thing. Sometimes we gotta do the other non-shitty thing. That's true that's true when it comes to it she doesn't she has a morality that the others do not have yeah. she has like a line her own code of ethics yes and then the yeah. other character that i feel like i really relate to is grell from the anime black butler you ever watch that grell is like a renegade reaper who just it chooses to identify as male or female whenever the fuck he feels like it um and is just is just a sex fiend and just completely manic and I love it. I love him. Moist von Litvig. Ooh, okay. Okay, I can feel that. I can feel that a bit. I feel no, I feel like That's shit management again, isn't it? I'm just one trick. It basically characters that are just thrown into the shit and have to deal with loads and loads of shit. That's what I relate to. <laughs> this is the theme. Okay, most fun Litwick is from uh, Going Postal and Making Money, uh, David, Terry Pratchett um, books, novels. Yeah. Yes. Discworld. Yeah. Maybe. Right. So again, like I said, it's only that trope. It's that trope that I just always feel like I'm in. I'm in a big pile of shit that I have to manage. <laughs> but that's that's human life for you. I think that's every character is eventually essentially like just thrown into a pile of shit and has to deal with it. Yeah, I suppose so. I, I'm so predictable. No, you're not. Because that, that threw me. I wasn't expecting moist. <laughs> Maybe it's just a fun, <laughs> a fun name to say. You were, you were being nice. You were being good about... Um, sorry, we've got Pam. And then you said... Um, Grell. Grell. From Black Butler. And From any Black- animator oh, yeah. here will be like, oh yeah, totally. No, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, the reason why I couldn't continue that was because I don't know the character, so I can't bounce off you. Um, But I'll check it out. What's the net? What's it called? Black Butler. Black Butler. Is it on Netflix? It was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is, though. I will have a search. 
Thank you. That's a fun one. She's a fun one. I'm also looking for recommendations for animes because animes are... They're hard to accidentally come across good ones. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah, I'm I'm not a huge anime buff. Um, mine mine are all kind of predictable. They got to be dark, but they also got to be funny. Yeah. So like for me, it's Death Note, Black Butler, uh, Trigun is my favorite. Uh, but I I don't I don't ride that wave too hard. It's got to really be sort of shoved down my throat, and then I get into it. Yeah, I like to put it on in the background, but there's been a few that I've put on that I've gone, what is this? I don't even want anybody to think that I watch this. Like, <laughs> But once it's on your list, it's on your list, and there's nothing you could do about it. Danielle, yeah. would you like to continue to watch this anime that you watched two episodes of? No, I don't. Delete I really it. don't. <laughs> well, it's like my list on Netflix is there's so many dramas on there that I hear are amazing and I should watch. I'm not going to watch them. I'm just not. <laughs> Yeah. I wish I was that person, but I'm not that person. I don't seek out dramas. They they have to be physically forced upon me. And then I'll enjoy them while I'm doing it. I just there just has to be a twist. You can watch a drama if it's like a sci-fi drama or because essentially Star Trek is soap opera in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you if you'd be like, Oh no, Alan Tudyk's in it, and I'll be like, Okay, well then I'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. We will do the final question. Um, which is fitting for the theme of lack of theme for this episode, but the time of year that this episode is coming out. But Melanie, what are your plans for the Yuletide festivities? Uh, Work every day and um, collapse into a bed of cookies uh, on Christmas Eve and um, watch my children open presents and not get any myself. That's, that's really my plan. Um, my, my family's been really good about like making sure they take all the precautions uh, to be safe out there. So they may stop by, probably wear masks, do the, the, whole, the whole thing. But uh, it's nothing, nothing big, no, no big celebrations, just very, very mild uh, situation. We have no money for presents for me and Tim. So, and pretty much all the presents that we have for the kids, friends have bought for us because that's how little money we have right now. Uh, it's it's mm. it's a tough it's a tight spot. This this is not this is not going on my uh, list of best Christmases ever, as far as I can see it, the direction setting. But I am an eternal optimist, and who knows? Maybe somebody goes, "Hey, she's amazing. She could really use ten grand right now, and that would be great." Because I have forty dollars in my bank account and a six hundred dollar electric bill just sort of hanging over my head. <laughs> Shit, Melanie! Why do you have to come <laughs> and depress everyone? Fuck! I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's a rough year. I mean, yeah, it just—it yeah. just is, and it just sort of culminated to a Christmas where we can't I can't do dick um and and I have to work through all of this knowing that even no matter how hard I work I still can't treat people the way I want to treat people it's it's a bummer but my birthday's after that and hopefully is better than (laughs) well there's one thing that wasn't right about your um predictions for for Christmas hmm. and that is that you will have something to open on Christmas because sometime in the next week or so a tube is going to arrive Ooh. 
and within that tube is the Christmas present from Turner and I um, for you so that you can save that. Wrap it yourself if you want, um, it, you know, so that you have like to open it and make it look like a cracker, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a tube shape. I hope it's a tube shape. It will be a tube shape. I have ordered something which I have not seen. It has been ordered by me to be shipped directly to you. So it's going straight to you from the manufacturer so that I didn't have to risk it coming to me and then not making it to you. Um, So I hope it's good and I hope it's right. And if it's wrong, it'll still be funny, but hopefully it's right. But you will have something to open on Christmas and um, I think you'll like it. Oh, I love you so much. I'm not going (laughs) to cry. I'm not going to cry. Mel, I might cry. It was Turner, <laughs> it was Turner's idea, so it was it was Turner's idea, my execution. So it's equally from both of us. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm yeah. leaking. <laughs> that'll be that'll be hopefully a perk for you. Um, um, I'm looking forward to it. Can't afford, I'm afraid, to do much more than that. But I just wanted to make sure that you had something on Christmas. Thank to- you. You're welcome. And I hope that you like it. I'm so excited. I absolutely love giving gifts to people. Like, absolutely love it. And especially when you know that they're going to like it. Like, yeah. So when I sent you, like, the, the box of cakes and the book, I was like, I was so fucking excited. Like, I can't <laughs> wait till she calls me. And I know, like, some people call that, like, that's the selfishness of giving and i'm like shut the fuck up that's like no that's it's such it's such a joy spreading joy is joyful man yes exactly and now i love giving gifts it's like my favorite thing to do like getting gifts is great but giving gifts it's just it it's it it warms me deeper when you know you've nailed it as well yeah you know you nailed it and you're watching them open the present and in your head you're going she's gonna fucking love this she's gonna fucking love this she's gonna fucking love this and you're not thinking about in fact the reaction is almost for me i'm like oh shit i forgot that this was gonna happen and they were gonna thank me like i i forgot that now i have to become part of this and be like oh yeah you're welcome they might (laughs) hug me um <laughs> I forget that part because I'm so wrapped up in the excitement of seeing the reaction of the yeah. other person the present and seeing their face light up and seeing them love something and me going, Yeah, that's right, I fucking nailed it. I did that. <laughs> and so that's gonna suck that I don't get to see that. You could record it. I'll record it. I will absolutely record it. Record yes. it for me. Oh, so happy. I'd be so happy. That would literally make my Christmas because I will be at that point, um, Christmas will be pretty much over for me yeah. because I had all day and I will be like probably sopping wine in the evening times and then get a WhatsApp video. Melanie opening her present will just like bring me so much joy yes yeah so 100 percent record me doing that i'll record myself wrapping it and putting it into the tree and then i'll record myself uh opening it <laughs> yes. yes nice i really hope it comes in time now <laughs> oh my God. it said it shipped today so hopefully hopefully it gets there and it's shipping from the states so hopefully oh, cool. yeah uh, yeah hopefully it gets there oh fingers crossed but it will it will that's what we're gonna do we're going to touch wood and we're going to say it will be there and it will be probably there tomorrow. It'll be here. 
very soon. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Oh, awesome. I love you. You're wonderful. (laughs) I don't know what all those haters are on about. (laughs) I've I've decorated, like... I saw a little garland. There's, like, shit going on. I've decorated in this room and the front room. Turner helped. Um, There's tinsel. Uh, There's a tree in the corner with... um, with with things <laughs> uh, yeah i'm trying to keep, trying to keep it festive i'm not a festive person not a big fan of christmas but i thought maybe if i decorated the house with things that it might trigger it it yeah. kind of it kind of has it's i don't like the capitalist part of it but i like certain elements like giving someone a gift and making them feeling good is a really nice thing yeah i just can't stand how people have taken that to a place where like i must go and buy them perfume and shoes and this and you're going no no remember that story about the person's hair and the comb and yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> that was yeah. a morality tale you know guys come on you you've got to give something meaningful and within your means and it means that you love them and i don't know it's just yeah yeah no, so yeah it has but it's triggered all of the good things about like i want to i want to have a feast basically that's sort of like old school uh well i'd say traditional urge to feed people has occurred yeah yeah, for so, me it's baking. I bake. I bake so many cookies. <laughs> so many cookies. As I soon as those I, lights go up, I'm almost like cookie time. I wish I could bake. I could make a damn good stew though, or like a chili. Nice. All yeah. right. Well, when we move together into New Zealand, uh, you'll do the stews. I'll do the cookies and the pies yeah. Yeah. and the cakes. Yeah. And uh, Tim will make uh, the Mexican food because he's really good at that. Yeah. Yeah. All yeses. Sorry, I've got to move because I just heard a noise. And my children might be home from school, but I doubt it. They're traveling with me. Everyone, this is really fun. She's moving around her house like um like Sir Digby Chicken Caesar. I'm just going to unlock the door. Oh, it's massive winds knocked over a box outside. That's what it is. That's all right. We should probably wrap up anyway. It's been nearly two hours. Very nice. Yeah. I like one strand of tinsel. Yeah, Griffin really wanted it. And it was like a dollar at Target. So we got it. And he's like, I'm going to put it on the tree. And we have a wizard's hat as our tree topper. Yes, nice. Yeah. We have... A blowing up crown, blown up crown around the top, and then toilet paper roll that is not making any kind of um comment about 2020. We have it out every year because it's festive toilet roll, and we are obsessed with scatological humor in this house. So we've always had we've well for like three or four years we display this seasonal. Um, Merry Christmas toilet paper but this year I just happened to like plonk it on the top of the tree and then on top of that we have an angel which always wears the face of somebody who has died in the previous year you might think that that's um, a little bit morbid 
but it started off with being who was go- like the, it wore the face of the person of the year that we designated the person of the year. So the yeah. first year it was Tim Peake. So the first team, time we did this was Tim Peake, and Tim Peake is an ast- um an astronaut. He's the one that sang uh, yeah. Bowie from Space. Yeah. Yeah. So he got he got put because um if you remember this the year he came back he came back right near Christmas. Yeah. So, he got stuck up on there and then every year since there's always been a new face like we've had larry david up there but now it's kind of involved evolved into like the person that we kind of want to memorialize for the year so there was um a little bit of a kind of whether we were going to do terry jones or diana rigg Mm, yeah and when it came to it we decided diana rigg would nice. be better so she's the face um that has been blue tacked to the front of the angel on the top of our tree this year's diana rig but That's we still genius. have like an ornament with alan rickman on and with gareth thomas who's from blake seven uh a david bowie one so we do memorialize our our people um, That's awesome or at least we try so yeah Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go because I can see that you're watching your door vigilantly for your chillins, and I also um need to get these headphones off my ears because they're giving me a bit of a pressure headache. Oh no! I don't know how radio DJs do it, man. They probably got better headphones. Shushy face. I've got them plugged in this time so they didn't interfere with the recording. So hopefully, oh, and I'm happy to see I'm on a laptop. You're on my iPad. Oh, my laptop, okay. my laptop is dead. So, uh, yes. So we recorded for the listeners here. We recorded an episode on serial killers last time, in which I bitched because my iPad, my lap, laptop is dead. Is the dead 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 ski? So if my audio is a little different, a little wonky, it's because I'm doing this entirely on my iPad. Um, and the serial killer episode we are going to possibly redo or release at the beginning of the year because I I was. It wasn't that I was underprepared, but I had written this great thing, and then my laptop died. So I was winging it through a uh, pretty detailed serial killer situation, and I don't think it came out very well. <laughs> so I want to give that one another go. Yeah, I think it came out okay, but it'll be difficult for me to edit. So I'm happy to re-record it, because uh, there's a lot of places where Melanie had to remember things or yeah. look on her original handwritten notes which she flung onto her bed for some reason when she thought she was done with them (laughs) and i was wrong (laughs) i found it quite amusing and i did i did manage to follow the story but um i can see how melanie would want to give that one another go damn my cartoonishly over the top nature dramatically (laughs) throw my notes like that Anyway, I'm gonna give it another go. I got a better serial killer. Well, not better, but you know, a different serial killer in mind. So, um, yeah, That'd that cool. will m- very likely be our first episode of 2021. Yes. Yep. Um. So yeah, we're just gonna say, um, happy Yuletide. However you want to celebrate your winter solstice and your winter festivities remember the veil is thin be careful out there mm-hmm. uh, don't invite any ghosties to come home with you um, yes yeah don't don't do that in, even in a uh thickly veiled time it's just not it's not a good idea 
but yeah, absolutely. We love you. Happy winter holiday, no matter how you celebrate it. Um, yeah. 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 Happy Saturnalia, everybody. <laughs> Feasts and orgies for all. For everyone. Nipples. Lots of lots of holiday nipples. That's actually quite traditional. Yeah, it's the way it should be. It's the way the gods intended. Yeah. Aw, the nips. Nip, nip, nips. Right, okay. <laughs> Have a good rest of your day and um, talk uh, to you soon. I'm going to stop yes. recording. Wait, 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 if you enjoyed this, and if you have any topics for future episodes, we, we kind of forgot that we're not just having a chat, but we're actually recording a podcast, um, because this is how our conversations go anyway, this, this is, this is unfiltered, me and Danielle conversation, yeah, that was... probably, probably mildly filtered, but mostly, yeah. yeah, um, so if you enjoyed this, if you have any topics for our future uh episodes i mean we will try to be much more consistent as the year kind of tries to normalize um please hit us up on our facebook or instagram or our twitter at zombie fishbowl or zombie fishbowl podcast we are easy enough to find also if you want to tell us about any of your holiday traditions talk about anything more topics any of the above hit us up on our email zombie podcast at gmail.com leave us reviews love us coddle us send me money i need a new i i need a new laptop that'd be great yeah, that'd be nice. Maybe we should start a Patreon. <laughs> yeah, but what would we do? Just like give us money and just keep listening to the show that you could be listening to for free. Awesome. Yeah, we could release the videos. Oh yeah, yeah. That's something that you don't want to do though. I just I didn't want to pressure you. But I might just have to become the whore that I am in the best <laughs> possible way. Like, you know. I will show you my tits on Patreon. How about that? That's we need to do a OnlyFans for OnlyFans, yes. <laughs> Yes. Okay, um, my kids are home. All right. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Yeah, so while I waited for you, I listened to, I was able to listen to two songs. I Feel For You by Shaka Khan. And I Feel Good by Boney M. <laughs> Which are both pretty disco-y. Yeah, yeah. And all about how you're feeling. How, how are you feeling? And in a, like, pumped up kind of way. <laughs> it's, right, it's like every once in a while I put on jock jams. And it just... It just pump happens. up the jam. Pump it pump up. It just up. pump a little harder. <laughs> My feet are jumping. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, I want... A place to stay. Get your booty on. on the floor now. Make my Make day. Make my day. Make my day. <laughs> yes. Or God forbid, you know, everybody get up. It's time to slam now. We oh, got yeah. a real jam going down. Welcome to the space jam. Space jam. jam. <laughs> oh my God. It just happens sometimes. Just gotta. I think I've gotta get Jock Jams. It's not the first one, that is it? Is it Jock Jams two? I think so. Yeah. Oh God, it's been what twenty years? Yeah, at least. <laughs> I remember buying that when I was still going to teen center dances. So oh. that must have been middle school before I before I discovered Kurt Cobain.